You're listening to the On Call Empath Show. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the On Call Empath. Today, I am going to be talking about a very important subject, especially being a coach. I've helped lots of my clients um, get out of a funk, especially when they've got lost all motivation and they've gotten off track on life. Um, the people that I've uh, coached in the past, um, they've just pretty much come to me when they're at their lowest peak, right before, sometimes before they hit rock bottom, maybe they are in rock bottom. Um, they're dealing with loneliness, stress, insecurities. They're stuck in a relationship with a narcissist or a toxic person that's manipulative or the aftermath. They are trying to just make it after years and years of abuse. And that's where I come in and I help them guide them and get their life back on track, the life that they deserve. And if you're listening out there and you're going through a tough time, this episode is definitely something you might want to tune into. I'm going to be talking about three different ways to get your life back on track. And again, this is not something that's going to happen overnight. It is going to be a big part of your life that you're going to have to keep track and keep on it because there is no magic pill out there, guys. You can go to as many people as possible for help. You can listen to all the great podcasts and YouTubes and uh, therapists and doctors, but it's going to be you that's going to have to push yourself even during those dark times when you're on the floor and you can't you know, find your way out of the dark and it seems like no one's on your side and your back's against the wall. So let's just jump in. I know a lot of my listeners and clients that are listening in um, to this episode can definitely relate with what I'm about to say. So starting with number one, especially with everything that's going on in the world. We turn on the news, the pandemic, um, all the negativity. Maybe you have a job that you go to that is filled with negative people or you're living with a narcissist, family member, spouse, husband, wife, whoever it is. This could definitely be a very big issue, especially trying to heal yourself and getting your life back on track because it seems like every time you put in effort, you move two steps forward, and then five steps back. Trauma and recovery. There is really no one way to recover. Everyone is different. Everyone responds differently. You're going to have bad days. And I need you to understand that when you're in that dark spot, that's what's going to make or break you. It's not when the good times are. It's when you're down and out, whether you're drinking alcohol, drugs, um, stuck in a relationship, or you're just severely depressed and anxious and you just don't know which direction to go. When you're in that down in the dumps, what you do, the actions that you do at that moment is going to be monumental, whether you put in just a little effort That's what's going to ignite something big. And I've been there, folks. So it's not like I'm just talking about this. I've been at the bottom of the barrel, laying in bed, in pain, um, went to every doctor impossible. And I I just kept going in circles. It was so frustrating. A lot of you guys are right now, either you don't have the right support, you don't have a coach, you don't have any accountability, you're just living day to day. So I want to ask you guys, 
and be serious with yourself. Are you just existing or, I mean, are you really living your life? And I want you to think about that. And if you are just existing and you just don't see like the point in anything, you're just going with emotions, that I want to just tell you is very common, um, especially with trauma victims and people that have been through a rough past. Um, I look at it as a way that our brain like kind of protects us. Um, so that's why celebrating every small victory, self-love, gratitude, all these things are going to come in play. But the problem is, how are you going to motivate yourself? How are you going to get yourself to do this? Well, here's the truth. You're going to have to do things even when you don't want to. Let me repeat that. You're going to have to get up and do things, especially when you don't feel like it. Your body's telling you not to do it. I know I talk about going to the gym, and this is just an example, is I've sat in my car in front of the gym many nights, and I drove there, and I just can't get myself to open the door and walk into the gym. But I do it anyways, because I know in the long run, it's going to pay off. I have goals, and I picture those goals at that moment. My body's aching. I am sleepy, but I still go. I'm tired. I'm fatigued. I know I have a lot of excuses, and that's just the way the brain is trying to tell you that I don't want to do anything um, that's going to be stressful on me. I just want to just relax and maybe sit at home and binge watch Netflix while eating a bag of chips. Now, that's just one example. I mean, I'm just telling you my experience. But number one of three ways to get back your life, um, and especially get it on the right track, it's consistency. So back to the gym uh, you know, uh, example, whether you go for five minutes or an hour, the fact that you got yourself in a car, got you know ready, walked from your car to the gym, and you walked in, and you actually went inside, Believe it or not, that action, your brain makes a connection and that does count. You know, stress that even the smallest things that you do when you don't want to do it is a victory. Consistency is number one. And that is a key point in recovery and anything you do because you can have people help you, you can have people listen to you, but if you're not consistent, with constantly putting good things into your head, listening to good things, being around positive people, staying away from negativity, and treating yourself good, self-love, gratitude. If you're not consistently doing these things on a daily basis, whether it's journaling, reminding yourself, or being around people that can remind you, tell you how awesome you are, it's going to be a very bumpy ride to get to your recovery and get your life back on track. So. What I do, I mean, as far as the on-call empath, on-call meaning, a lot of people don't know this, is that I'm there for you. Like, um, just like a doctor would be on-call, um, I'm usually there. I usually text or email uh, the client when they are in a very bad spot. So I'm there. And so that's one of the differences um, as far as coaching goes from my standpoint and what I do. because. What happens is when you go to somebody, you meet with them maybe once or twice a month, or maybe weekly, I don't know, but 
it's not going to be as effective as when you're down and out because when you're down and out and you're totally frustrated and giving giving up you can't access to that one person so you're just you just say to yourself fuck it i'm just going to do it so i want you to think how powerful it is to have somebody you can reach out to i even have people email me even though i can't respond right away the fact that they're emailing somebody even myself texting, making some action, contacting somebody, I usually get back with people as soon as possible. The reason is, is because I want to make that connection. I want them to continue to do the things that are uncomfortable, that you're not alone. And when you're in a bind, you don't have to face your anxiety, your fears, your depression alone by yourself. That's why I feel like the clients that I have they have recovered and they have told me that some of the things um, that they can't get traditionally from going to a friend or a therapist or a doctor because they have to make appointments and just wait for the next appointment, you're just constantly going in circles. But when you have somebody keeping you accountable, you constantly can reach out to somebody that you know that's got your back. The recovery process is a lot faster because. You're not alone. And I want you to think how powerful that is because consistency is when you keep doing something over and over again, even though you don't want to do it. You're going to need somebody that's on your side, not just once or twice a month or a week. You need somebody at that moment, that second, to just kind of spark your flame so you can run through the door yourself. I'm not going to do the work for you, but I'm going to be behind you if you fall and tell you, okay, put this foot forward and keep moving forward. And once you go through that door, you're going to feel so much better and you're not going to need me. And so that's why I tell people, you're going to learn to coach yourself. You're not going to need me. That's the point of coaching. You're going to get to a point where you're not going to need me and my work is done because you have that internal force in you. You have that guiding person, that voice, that spirit. Um, whatever you want to call it, you're coaching yourself. And when you get to that level, you don't need anybody because you're confident and you know that the decisions that are coming from you are the right decisions. When it comes from you, it's right. Number two is change your mind and listen to yourself. How to change your mind? Maybe you have some beliefs about how you look. Maybe you think you're a little overweight. Um, Maybe you think that, you know, if you don't have certain possessions if you don't drive a certain car or live in a certain house or whatever it is you're not uh, worthy and so we live in this society where we have to live in facades especially with social media you see a lot of people posting stuff and behind the scenes i can tell you firsthand i've seen it i've talked to a lot of my clients where they are broke they're on drugs they have alcohol issues but they're posting these pictures that are airbrushed of, you know, their perfect body, their face, but behind the scenes, you don't know really what's going on. Those photos can be manipulated. It's a facade, guys. So number two is you're going to have to learn to change your mind and listen to yourself. And what I mean by that is to get all the negativity dissolved in your head all the things that you've learned up to now from childhood and all the traumatic experience that maybe a narcissist or a manipulator had told you growing up 
you're going to have to unlearn that. And to do that, it's going to be back to consistency. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to write down, journal, talk to yourself, remind yourself that you are valuable. And it's not easy as a lot of people think. This takes time. When you're coming from a place um, when you have low self-esteem and you've never been valued by anybody, it, it's really tough unless you have somebody on your side, um, a friend, you know, uh, somebody, a coach, somebody that's keeping you accountable, that's reminding you like, hey, look at all the great things that you've done. Look at all the positive things you've done. You've gotten up, you've made your bed, you've, you know, ate something that's nourishing to your body. These small little things add up, and each thing that you do, I make sure that I make all my clients keep track of everything, and that means even putting on your shoes. And I know that might sound stupid to a lot of people, but when you're at a point and you're not moving and you're eating chips in front of you know, a TV and watching Netflix all day, gaining weight and not getting anywhere with your life, you know, it's going to continue unless you start making changes. And the first thing is by changing your mind. Um, and I'm not telling you to go into meditation or go into a heavy exercise. All I'm saying is taking one step at a time, maybe not eat so many things, or maybe you go for a walk for 10, 15 minutes a day, and then you stack on them. I've ex- explained this on many different episodes in the past where I stack things. I start very small, 5%. I do one thing every day that pushes me just a little bit over what my expectations was. So if you're listening out there and you want to make a change in your mind and start on the right path, this is what I want you to do. You can write this down. The night before you go to bed, I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for and five things that you're going to get accomplished the next day. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's not because you can write three things that you're happy for, your health, your kids, your, um, you know, the place where you live. That might be example. The other thing, the five things could be, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to have a nice hearty breakfast. I'm going to go for a walk for five minutes. I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to journal for 10 minutes. So Every day you're going to review that before you go to bed, and each day you're going to keep track. And that's it. There, there is no other magic pills or any other work that you need to do. Watch the magic unfold, and when you manifest things, especially when you write it down, it's much likely that it's going to come true when you write it down and you think about it. When you think about things that you don't want, let's say you're not in a relationship, you're you're you feel like you're damaged and you're never going to find somebody or you're in a dead end career, you're never going to get out. When you keep thinking these things over and over, you're just going to continue manifesting what you don't want. When I t- tell you the, you know, don't think about the color green, nine times out of 10, everyone that's listening at this podcast is going to listen and think about the color green. Why? Because that's how our brains are wired. The third and final thing which is very important, is habits. We are creatures of habits. Um, You know, even long time ago, we, you know, being 
you know, thousands of years ago, we had a regiment. You know, we'd go out, we'd hunt, we'd bring back food. We did this to survive so we can keep alive. Nowadays, if you don't have structure and you just do things on the fly, that's like getting on a boat and just having the motor go in the ocean and you have no idea where you're headed. So I do this with my clients as well is you have to have good habits. And what I mean by good habits is it say you're a little overweight or let's say that in a bad place right now. Well, you can exercise, you can eat healthy, you can do good habits, but you don't have to do like huge steps in the beginning. If you have a bad uh, habit of smoking, drinking, drugs, eating unhealthy, those things can all be unlearned by switching them out slowly. I usually tell people to, let's say, for example, you have a problem with you know eating while watching TV. We are wired to have something in our hands. So next time when you watch TV or Netflix or whatever it is, try not to eat anything that's unhealthy. You can eat, but just don't eat you know, something that's going to, you know, harm you later, you know, just, you would just replace that with something. And after a while, the habit is going to stick in your head. And that's how our brains work. And they say a habit, a thing forms after 66 days. I've mentioned this previously in many episodes before, that if you keep doing it after 66 days, it should get easy and seamless like you're breathing. So just keep in mind, the final third was creating habits. And don't forget, while you're making habits, creating these habits, like brushing your teeth, like every day you wake up and have your coffee, you're going to be adding things to your habit list. And so with my clients, they a lot of them come to me with bad habits in the beginning, but when they're done and they feel like, Now they're able to coach themselves. They don't need anyone. You'll see that all the bad habits are pretty much essentially gone and all the good ones were replaced with it. So all we're doing is switching out things and we're tricking the brain. And uh, that could be with food. That could be with anything in life. Um, I had one person who came to me um, and they had a problem. Every time they would go in a large room, they would feel like they were nobody. They just wanted to go in their shell. Um, They felt like they were inferior. You know, they just didn't feel like, like a human being. They just, they felt very out of place. So what I told them to do is start going maybe to smaller places with not as many people and start doing that slowly. Create a habit, expose yourself slowly. If you jump into the water too fast, and it scares you, your brain's going to be like, hell no, I'm not doing that. So we have to untrain the brain, create that habit, and lock that in. So those are the three things. Consistency, change your mind, listen to yourself, and creating habits to keep your life and get back on track. So I hope you guys got something out of it. Also, I'm taking some new clients for my coaching. This fall, I have Four different openings. If you are interested, hit me up in the link below. Email me. Let me know. I'd love to work with you. Mention that you listened to this episode and I will give you a free session. 
In the meantime, keep moving forward. I have a lot more guests coming up in the future. This season is going to be lit. This is Raj Mantaj, and we are out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.